Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast, episode 367. This is Russ, and I've got the full house. It's Rich, Aaron, and Daryl. Yo. Bonjour. Bonjour. American only, please. (laughs) (laughs) That was the dulcet tones of Francophile uh, Daryl Taylor. (laughs) So we're here, finally. Daryl Dixon. That's right. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) Uh-huh. We've lost thirty percent of our viewers. Yeah, <laughs> say, we're just being about to smash that subscribe button. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I have to say, going all the way back to early seasons of the main show, Walking Dead, I have said I'd love to see other parts of the world during the apocalypse, especially Europe. So I was excited for this, and I've always wondered, and my question got answered. I wondered if French zombies would say. Le brains, le brains, <laughs> and they didn't. So, no, but, but as, we, as we will soon find out, the, the French zombies spit hot fire. Yeah, <laughs> they go le brains. <laughs> well, we'll get to it when we talk about it. But I'm a little confused by. But the mystery will unfold. So that so we're it's here. It's all that mineral one. water. It's all the Perrier, <laughs> La Croix. <laughs> Yeah. Wee wee. <laughs> um so here we are, episode one. La me perdu, I guess that's how you'd say that. I'm sure I'm La sure the crap out of that, but... Yes. Which um, means the lost soul, by get... the way. Uh-huh. Well isn't Daryl our French expert? Yeah, Daryl delights no. us. <laughs> <laughs> More of a Deutsch man, I take it. Sprechen <laughs> Sie Deutsch? But we just get right into it. We start off. No, no, no. We got, we got news, oh. right? We got some news. Oh, news. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, there's news? Uh, yeah. So we're, yeah, it, I thought we were going to have a bit of a hiatus with everything going oh, on, no. but it turns out the final episodes of Fear are going to premiere October 22nd. Yeah. So we're we're gonna roll right from how many episodes of this Daryl show are we getting? Um, six, I think it's six. I think yeah. it was six. Yeah, because we're yeah uh, one two three four. Yeah, there's six of them. Yeah, and then the following week will be Walking Dead. Yeah, or Fear. Yeah, the the final episodes yeah, of Fear we're, starting yeah, six weeks from now. So yeah, that, that adds up. Yeah, yeah. The final six, I guess this will this will be mm-hmm. for fear. So, so yeah, there won't be a uh, a hiatus after all. I think after that, it, it's probably going to be um, a bit of a, a stretch. But AMC yeah. got waiver got waivers from from WGA and from SAG or or just SAG yeah. specifically, or was it both? Uh, I, well, I think it's SAG specifically I, because it, I don't it's think 
it's they great. got dubbed UGA. Yeah, I, for one thing, I'd be surprised because I think they were dumb. I'd be surprised by that for one was... thing, but yeah, I think it's yeah, it's specifically because of the because it's like what to basically just to finish up what they already had. Like I think that's the reason. It's uh, ADR. My understanding with uh, the the Rick and Michonne show that principal uh-huh. photography was done. The problem that that they were having with the strike was they couldn't come back yeah. and do any ADR, which is what they needed to do to finish up um, to finish up the show. Yeah, and so that so was holding it made it up. seem less I'm, contemptible in my mind. So I'm like, <laughs> what's the details? I was because I was reading. I was like, what is what yeah. is this exactly? And like, okay, yeah. I, that's, I don't know. Part of me, I don't know. I hear. I, I kind of side I, with the workers on this. And oh, I, 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 I hear what I was going to say is that it, it's enough where I'm like, I can suss this out in my mind, and then like it, it became a lot easier this week because Drew Barrymore decided to become the enemy of all the people in the street. Oh, I could not. <laughs> so so yeah. I'm like, well, the scale of this, that's way worse. So I'm not. I'm fine with walking that now. Like this lowers that in my estimation. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's the, and it's not it's just AMC walking. Stuff, I mean, it's it's like, all AMC. I mean, I'll be the dissenting opinion here, but if the if the union's setting out a bunch of rules and they have their their setup in the and it's a small studio and they're willing to abide by all the rules, then that's a win. I mean, the whole point is so that the workers get what they want, and if they're getting what they want, and the people that are but are they not in those unions? That's my question. Are the they people, getting? Are what the artists getting what they want? No, that's part of the deal. Is is the the stipulations they put out that they've put out to the AMTP AMPTP that to get a waiver you have to abide by the stipulations they put out to the producers uh, guilt. And so if they follow what they've put out, then they can, they can and, qualify. And that's like logic. I so, can, it's enough for me yeah. as far as, okay, like, I, you know, you don't put rules in, so you, you don't have to worry about it. you. You put rules in for a reason. And that's, and, and that's and why maybe, a waiver was granted. So, and maybe this is uncharacteristically, you know, um, I just, I don't know. I don't trust them. I just don't trust them. Listen, we ain't got time for that. Trust them how? Like, like if they're going to say they're, they're going to do it and then not film do it? 26 more episodes, like, behind no, their back? No, no, yeah. it's a little, <laughs> little no. too suspicious. That you no. give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. That's, Who is I, them? Who's that? Well, I mean, they have to abide by yeah. the terms they've yeah. set, and they've said they would. So if, if, if the union's saying, hey, we'll grant you a waiver if you do X, and the studio says, Okay, we'll do X. And what else is going to happen? They have to do X. Maybe, I mean, if suddenly there is a whole extra so, season that's been filmed, then we can question I this. Mean, <laughs> yeah, or if they renege on something, mm-hmm. then yeah, they're going to get and the world then, would then, know. Right? Yeah, it's, like, it's also yeah, and, it would be and put the if something actually yeah. happens. Not going to be a secret. It's like, <laughs> it's yeah, like it's I get. Listen, trend. this is why this thing is going longer than it should. Like, I listen, I get it. I'm with the workers too. I'm a union person. I get it, but. It comes a point where you got to be like, all right, they're not the boogeyman. You know what you're getting with them. You work out a deal. They work the deal out to do it. So what's the big deal? Not everybody associated with the production is is in the union that's striking. So if the union that's striking can work out a deal. No, I agree. I'm just saying that, you know, how Hollywood behind the scenes deals and crap that goes on. I just don't trust them. 
the studios and the. Why are you supposed to? It's not about trusting them. It's about they have to do the deal. Yeah, they have to abide by the deal. That's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they have to sign something binding. Yeah. I'm sure they can't just go, "Yo, hey, AMC, this is what we want." And AMC is like, "Cool, we'll shake." Well, on it. I mean, like, you I'm, got a good point. It's not like ever in the history of contracts people build in loopholes or anything. So, yeah. Well, both sides have lawyers, Jeff. I mean, it's not yeah, like I know one is represented. I just. Not only that, but it behooves AMC to not break no, the deal, right? Because no, if they do, then there is no chance that a anybody else is going to get right. a waiver. That if this comes up again, that they'll that they'll be trusted at exactly. all. Like it's gonna like to 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 go out of your way to say you're going to do something and then break it, you're going to be treated worse than than in my opinion than the the producers you're striking against now that are just outright not not adhering to you'll anything. Be, you'll become like, Drew Barrymore. Because at that point, yeah. <laughs> well, I have a not like just that. they're that powerful. Yeah, like they're not a. It's AMC. They're not like. Yeah, and it's not necessarily AMC. I'm worried about. It's that as more and more of these exceptions and deals get made, I I I just don't trust. Executive studio executives. I don't trust Wall Street people. I don't trust anybody on the non-art side of it at all. So, I mean, it gets. I mean, this got reported. It will get reported on if it happens. Yeah, I mean, it'll get reported. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, this could have not been a news item. <laughs> like it could have just been a thing that happened and we didn't know about it. But hey, when things these things happen, I'm, they emerge. It will get reported. I mean, there's a reason that Disney's. There's a reason that that Netflix is not getting a waiver. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean. <laughs> You know, there, there's See, a reason why some of these and that, are, are not. That's what I'm talking about, though. Is is I'm I, I'm okay with it because of that fact. But how long will it be before they sue somehow and say, "Well, they're made this exception and this"? You know what I'm saying? Is yeah, but you gotta be. Just, you gotta at some point. Yeah, you gotta be glass but, half full here. You can't, yeah. you can't just be cynical I mean, about the entire thing. You gotta Aaron, have a little faith. Aaron Aloysius Newworth, how long have you known me? When have I ever had positive what? any? <laughs> what what bad thing has ever happened to you? <laughs> well, let's see. Oh, oh. there's well. an issue with a spider. I can think. <laughs> but was he a union spider or was he a corporate? Studio Spider. Well, that's a good point. I don't know. I don't See? know. See? Well, if he was a well-represented, or she, I, mean, I don't know, was a well-represented uh, Spider, then maybe I, I'm okay with losing my leg. Gen- generally males, because they, they yeah. travel more. Females kind of stay on their own thing. Right, right, right. This has been an episode of the Norma Ray podcast. Where we talk about all the union matters <laughs> all the time. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I don't, I don't. I, th- have... I think it's interesting. I guess we don't, I don't talk about this very often. So this is, like, yeah. I get it. I mean, I'd never go and do it. I mean, it's not a thing about trust. That's, that's the whole point of the thing. I get the not trusting. I mean, it's, that's, it, that's it's not just the, the walking dead shows either. Yeah. It's like uh interview with a vampire mm-hmm. qualified. I mean, there's all kinds of like, I mean, there are shows that are done overseas that, that have don't have any. They got accepted. Well, sure. Oh, there's independent movie. movies for sure. Just, well, and, yeah. There's independent movies. There's movies that are not subject. Well, completely well, overseas were. entities I that have saw, no association. I, saw, with I forget the, where. I think it may have actually been in France, but um, oh, France, Adam, Dri- 
Adam Driver was being interviewed about because he was he it was, at the, it was at the Venice Film Festival. Yeah. Venice, yeah. yeah. And um, I I was like, see that because over there they actually you know take labor representation seriously, or at least more serious than here in America. What's that in the, like. Go ask the people of Ubisoft. Exactly. You, because <laughs> my guess is they will probably say, okay, no. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was our bonus blue collar episode. Um, blue collar, the movie, not blue collar, the job type. Uh, I think we should move back on to the walk. I'm lost now. Wrong show. Is there anything? Anyway, well, there's diff- okay, we, we, so we <laughs> so the AMC. we will be getting more shows and less hiatus, I guess. Oh. Is what, I'm, is what, well, what so it's so. that that so it's, Fears next after this show. Right. We wait yes. probably a year <laughs> until we get rid of the show. <laughs> well, I guess we'll be finished since they're doing the damn ADR. So, oh yeah, they're doing done. ADR. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Principal's done. What's the target so it, date that they have for that? Well, if they, they had. They uh, don't. Well, I mean, if they let's, we can hash that. We can we can waste more time. We, we could if they finish the ADR and the show's presumably done to the to a point. What would you th- like? Would you think February? February. That, yeah, that would be. I think my it's. Guess. I think it'll fit the normal post Super Bowl uh-huh. slot that you know, normally in back in the day it used to be the main show back when there was only a main show it would premiere in October uh-huh. it would run the eight episodes right until or, you know high football playoffs go on hiatus until after the Super Bowl in February and then come back for the final eight and I think. My guess would be that that's probably where, and there may be counting on maybe something changes. So Denai Guerrero and Andrew Lincoln actually talk about the show before they air the episodes. Right, that's the hope, right? Or they banked a bunch of EBK stuff very early on, which is also possible. So that's an. I mean, not to go, not to belabor the, uh, no pun intended, but not to belabor this too much. But if. If AMC gets waivers like this, does that mean the actors can do promo for See, that show? Like that's, that's the slippery slope that Red Rich is talking about. Though. Exactly. Like, you know. <laughs> boogie boogie. I don't know. Because, I mean, if you get a waiver and that's part of your contract, like, I I wouldn't think. Well, we can talk about this in the next episode when we do some research on this to figure this out more. Because yeah. we're going to go in circles. With I'm this. curious. Yes, I, let's actually my, talk about it. My guess is probably that the actors themselves probably would be more against it, more so than it being a technical violation of the of the contract. You know, if, if if they're working for somebody that gets a waiver, my guess would be they they have a waiver. But I can also see where they would probably be yeah, they frown upon that. You don't, you don't want, you know, Stephen Young holding a sign on the street being like, what the fuck, Andrew? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I, my guess is by February, this is resolved. Sorry, Academy okay. Award nominee Stephen Young, I'm supposed to say. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. Uh, my, my, like I said, my guess is by this is, this is done by February. We'll see. But we'll see. Don't d- definitely don't don't take that to Vegas and bet on that because um, take it to no. Vegas and bet on it. Russ, that's a wild swing. Well, I know. I mean, they they have been definitely since the beginning of the fiscal year. The they've had no writers, and for pretty close to the beginning of the fiscal year, they've had no actors. So. By the end of this year, they're going to be hurting as far as their investors go. So they're going to have to make some kind of a deal before the end of the year. Depends. Depends who you are. Exactly. If you're, if you're Warner Brothers and Disney, probably so. If you're Netflix, 
And Apple, man, eh, probably not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, true. You'll just keep licensing shit from from all over the place. You'll, yeah. you'll they're going to hold out as long. There's a couple of, and that's the problem with the strike this time as opposed to last time. There's a couple of these players that are going to want to hold out a lot more than other players. So, yeah. Anyway, and we'll, we'll see what happens because probably by the end of this month, we'll have a new whole owner of Hulu, which yeah, which starts a whole yeah. I've I've heard rumor that that <clears throat> that could start a whole. That that's what's going to start the consolidation. That at that point, everybody knows who the players are and where they stand, and things like Paramount and Peacock and things like that that are precarious may uh, may may be in a different position. We shall see. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Back to the show. All right, Daryl on a boat. Daryl's in a boat. The boat's overturned. The boat's tipped over. Um, actually tied himself to the boat, probably right. Just because yeah. he'd, he'd fall asleep, I, so he'd be like, oh, "Well, yeah. at this point, I yeah. wasn't sure," and I was like, "Are they going to try and sell us on that he floated across the Atlantic on that thing?" Daryl <laughs> uh, Dixon, I believe it. Luckily, yeah, <laughs> Never luckily, know. luckily, they explained it later in the episode, which makes a lot more sense that he strapped himself to it to escape those bad guys. Yeah. Well, they threw him overboard. And he's like, "Well, I guess I, we we hold on here." Yeah, yeah, he didn't have a choice. Um. So he washes up um, among shore. He's he's clearly worse for the wear. Like you could tell, right. he looks like sunburned. He's he's not in good shape. Yeah. Did you guys say so? He washes up. He finds like a child's uh, like pail from like that they go play in the sand with. As you do, and just picked it up and dr- started drinking from it. Was that like? It's because it was fresh just- water. He's been. I, I guess I was. Like, he was desperate. Did he just pick up a thing of salt it, water? No, his his Dixon senses were tingling. He could smell yeah. the salt water, and he's like, "That's that's fresh yes, water, so enough. good." That's all right. Fair enough. Um. So he looks up. He sees the sign in French, and and looks a little confused. Um, because he he clearly doesn't know exact. I mean, I get the impression he understands he's somewhere in Europe based on what he's been doing and what we find out later. Like he knows he went across the Atlantic. It's not like he woke up and was just like, Holy shit, I'm in Europe. It's right. like, uh, you know, he, he, I think just seeing it in, in actual French was like, okay, I'm, I'm literally in France. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he gives a quizzical look or two. It's a, yeah, it's no like Don Draper looks incredulously at something, but it's still pretty good as far as like. Well, oh, I thought it I? was if you looked really close when he was drinking from the pail in the background on one of those little rocky areas by the shore, you could see as a, a walker, a zombie holding a, a grocery bag, and there was a baguette sticking out of it. So <laughs> I knew it, well, it, it did. It didn't hurt that the the, the zombie also had a, a beret and a, stri- a, beret. a striped blue and white shirt. <laughs> yeah. And was oh, oh, oh. Uh, I hope we see him on water. Please. Yes, he stumbles uh, uh, um, into like a town that is in shambles. Yeah. So again, we get the first glimpses of like, okay, what what are things like here? Um, he he stumbles across like a boat, yeah, like a motorboat, and yeah, like a motor. He goes inside, uh, finds some water, a tape recorder, um, finds some batteries, fires it up. It's a pretty helpful and it's, boat. It's like, like yes, if this was Resident yes. Evil. It'd be like, oh yeah, here we go, uh, upgrades. <laughs> 
We need a typewriter. Where's the typewriter? Yeah. Then there's a guy outside. What are you selling? And he's like, here's the uh, you, tape recorder. What's what that word? Um, so he plays the tape, and it's a man. Uh, he sounds Irish who is with his family and trying to get out. So clearly this was done like as the world was ending. Um, he talks about him and his wife that have been married for, I think, like 10 years at this point. And she ended up having a heart attack and dies. And so then he's just kind of left with his, his kids. Um, and so Daryl picks the recorder up and he records his own message. So again, to kind of, I mean, Hey, he found somebody else's message. Maybe somebody will find his message. This message is kind of Uh, perfect. I wrote it down because it's like, it's so succinct and I'm like, this is so perfect for a newbie, but also like, I guess it's like, my name is Daryl Dixon. Come from a place called the Commonwealth. That's, I don't know what that's supposed to who, who would hear that and be like, like oh, the Commonwealth. I, yeah, all right. Oh, the Commonwealth. I've heard of that. It's in America. Oh, okay. We narrowed that down. I went out looking for <laughs> something. Thank you. Thank you. That's good to know for your log here. All I found was trouble. Also not vague at all. If I don't make it back, I want them to know I tried. Them? <laughs> Hell. I'm yeah, still, I'd let them know I tried. Hell, I'm still trying. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> it's all recording. <laughs> it's like no, no sane person would listen to this and be like, "Well, he really spelled it out for me." But thanks, show like that makes sense. I guess I have a mission. <laughs> I'm going to deliver this tape. Everybody knows Daryl. Go to America. Everybody knows Daryl. Well, speaking of missions, I mean, not to jump ahead too much, but isn't didn't we already get a season like this where um, there was a, a person who had, was in charge of getting a special kid across to some destination? Didn't we already get that? You're jumping way ahead for what? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, talk, about the, we'll talk about the mission. Well, like, when you doing? brought up mission, that's, it made me We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about various Pedro Pascal TV shows. <laughs> yes. Um so Daryl travels on, um he finds a finds this place that he stops. It's like a big warehouse, like some sort of warehouse. Well, for, he, he gets um, a harpoon. He, he adds a weapon to his collection. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um as he's wandering through here, he wakes ends up waking up a bunch of walkers. One of them grabs out and touches him by the arm. And it literally starts burning him. Um, the, the the first kind of instance we get is when that walker gets up, its blood is hitting the ground and it's like steaming against the concrete. And then and then it grabs him by the arm and uh, and and burns. Yeah, I'm him. like, what in the xenomorph hell is going on here? Like, what's, what's yeah, going on yes. with these walkers? Yeah. Um, and then we get the 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 intro, which is this weird whoa, 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 kind wait, wait, of because he fights off all these walkers. You know, he's doing Daryl yes. style, including the one where he like like it's under the table and he has to stab it through the table with the harpoon. And then he can't get because it's a harpoon. So he's like pulling it up and he's bonking the head against the table. It's like, this is great. I'm, like, I'm loving this right now. <laughs> and then, yeah, then he looks at his arm. It's like, what the f- was that? And then, yeah, we get the credit sequence <laughs> where there's like eight, eight, eight actors introduced. Like, this is not going to be a quiet show. There's a lot of people in this. <laughs> yes. Do you like the intro? Yeah, it's kind of like this weird, like gothic intro Uh like a lot you know and then like the stuff was like burning away and we get this red mist and there's like science stuff going on it it was a it was weird it was it was a very strange uh intro but uh 
I like that there's there's two types of intros for a show, right? There's the Game of Thrones where I'm just going to watch this every time it's on because between the music and the all the little gizmos and the gadgets and uh-huh. all the craziness going on, like it just it just capture captivates me. Yeah, and like and in then that there's new Game of Thrones show. I mean, it you can see the foretelling of what's happening by what's going yeah. on. It's really cool. And then there's the like this where it's just like quick to the point and over, right? It's it's the ones there's a lot of them that I skip. It's like, okay, like I'm not going to watch the intro to foundation every time it's on. <laughs> so and like, a lot of those Apple, I, I like a lot of Apple shows. A lot of those Apple shows though have like really involved intros. I'm like guys, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I have a, since you brought that up. So I watched foundation the first season and I liked it, but now that the second season is here, I'm not really too keen on wanting to see it. Have you watched it? Is it good? Cause Quick. like, what are we doing here? Walking Dead. What are we doing? Chubb, come on, man. I need you to stay on the road. Please. I didn't bring up foundation. But you, you could have passed it by and kept going. You don't stop Darryl. every drive through Daryl Penelope Taylor, how long have you known? Road. Okay. Let's do this. The, the short answers to your question are yes and yes. Um. So yes, I like the fact that this is short to the point and visually interesting. So, um, kind of like I've like I've commented on the fear intros; they change them up every week. There, you know, there's there's a color and a theme and stuff that make it make it interesting, but doesn't outlive its welcome. So, I appreciate that. It's the long and boring ones that I'm just like, yeah, I'll watch it once or twice and I'm I'm good. Except for Warrior, I'll watch that Warrior intro every time. All right, anyway. Um, so we come back and Daryl's burned pretty good. Yeah, like, it's I mean, like that, a chemical that, burn. That, it looked bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he bandages it, bandages it up. Um, comes, continues on his journey. Comes across another place. Uh, it's funny because he he sees that I wouldn't even call it a trap. It's more just like a noisemaker that we've seen a hundred times on this show, where they set up in the woods or whatever, so that if one of the walkers stumbles up, they at least know it's coming. Um, he steps over it and sees it, um, sees sees a woman at a well that's getting some water, and then she looks his way. He backs up, and then, of course, he makes noise from the noisemaker that he stepped over a second before. Um, and Daryl comes out and basically just kind of like, you know, puts his hands on. Like, before that, he sees the – we'll find out it's Isabel later, but he sees her watching him from a distance like during this journey too. Oh, yeah, yeah, He yeah, sees her yeah. like on a hill, like she's watching him, and he's like, okay. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, kind of disarms himself, you know, like, Hey, I'm not here to hurt you kind of thing. Um, and, uh, she speaks French. Um, but she, he also finds out that, uh, she's, she also speaks English and she has this line where she's like, Oh, I speak English too. And she's like, what's cracking noob. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was with a French accent. I just thought that was, that was funny. There was just this, this girl just is like, what's cracking noob. And I just was like, Oh, that's pretty funny. Um, but she offers to trade medical supplies. Um, his med if he has any medical supplies for food, because, uh, she mentions Guillaume who, 
which he say fell and hurt himself and like makes it like he's blind and can't see and he doesn't speak very he's good English. He's a grandfather and you know he's he's an old yeah. man so you can yeah. easily buy the fact yes. that well, blind guy. Her name's Mary Maribel, his name's Guillaume. Um Guillaume. And at this point a jeep drives up and two guys get out. Um and things start to ratchet up. You could tell these guys these are like the local um, militia <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not gonna say like yeah. i dislike this because it's like it's fine but my like my eyes mildly glazed over i'm like already <laughs> something happens yes like, wait at the gate yeah. i'm just yeah. like like this is the first episode we could get one where daryl's just like wandering around france we gotta already get some bad guys yeah part of the game um one of the guys grabs the woman um so like that as things start start to distract Daryl, uh, attacks the one, one guy grabs him, stabs him. Um, and, uh, the other, the, the other guy goes to walk up to Daryl with his gun and the girl comes in behind and stat and stabs him. Spears. So him, like spears him in the chest spears yeah. him. Yes. Right through the, yeah. From the back, right through the, right through the chest. And so at, 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 this point they find out that this was all uh, a bit of a ruse. A and so the old man gets up and pulls the, like the blindfold off of him and uh, he's perfectly fine and whacks Daryl uh, over, over the head. Yeah, they knock about it. I'm sitting there being yeah. like, all right, he was just at sea. I'll give him this. I'll give him that. You can suss this one out ahead of time. I know Daryl should have known, <laughs> yeah. but Daryl could have smelled that. that a mile away. But he's a little messed up. Yeah, so it's fine. Not wearing, he's not wearing a shield jacket either. So yeah, I had to forgive it. No, I had to forgive no. it. He's got his um his French his, tunic. Uh, <laughs> no, it's like it's from a Jedi Survivor. Jedi, his, Jedi. yeah, his, his poncho, his Cal Kestis uh, poncho. He's too civilized because he just assumed that they were gonna that they were good people. That's not uh, yeah. He was stereotyping France. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Um, so as he's kind of coming to his flashes back of, you know, Judith and Carol, you know, because, again, it's the it's the second time we hear that Judith, you deserve to have a happy ending, too. (laughs) Um, I got to live for her. Yeah. Yeah. So he wakes up in bed um, in a bed. He's there's a bunch of nuns around him. The, the, um, like the, the, the two take all his stuff basically, and Isabel comes and saves him. That's the that's the whole idea there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the one nun keeps hitting him with not hitting him, but putting in the hot poker on mm-hmm. his arm, and I'm just like, damn! What at first? It's funny because at first I thought, what are they branding him? So if he gets away, they know that's what it looked like from, from like, the commercial. The I mean, from the uh, it's like what the hell like, is going on? I got um, what she was doing, but I was at first I was like, why are they doing that? Because it carterizes itself. I thought the way that it burned him, but you know, it made sense. I guess. Yeah, she says um, the nun's name is Isabel, and she says, "Yeah, we have to cauterize it to stop the spread." So apparently whatever they whatever these walkers have it's not just the burn the the chemical burn or whatever but apparently whatever it is that they secrete apparently could potentially cause infection or cause them to turn or whatever but i like that she calls them burners hmm. um the, these walkers are it's called burners so again 
I always like to point out when these shows get creative and what they call mm-hmm. walkers. So every, every show has it, to have that. Is that going to be what we rate by? Burners? I don't know. I don't know. I was going to throw it out there. Um, so we find out that these nuns have been here. I couldn't tell if they meant like this is 12. She, 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 may, she may, makes a point of saying it's been 12 years that they've been there. And so I kind of got the impression that this is 12 years after like society went to hell. Like this is um, that that's what she meant is, is like, yeah, when everything went to hell, this is kind of where these people yeah, went to. And it's been 12 years. That doesn't been there, make so. sense because the Commonwealth stuff happened like what? 16 to 18 years after the fall. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Cause Judith is still only what? 11. Yeah, 12? The, okay. Yeah. Well, cause I thought that, when they did the time jump, I thought it was like seven or eight years they did. Again, Jude, it it regardless of what it is, Judith is still only like 12. Yeah, you got to exactly. go by the kids. And she's basically ground zero for all this stuff, like as far as her age goes. Right. Yeah, I mean, she was a toddler before right. the time jump. So. so, yeah, I mean, the one thing is this clearly puts it before the dead city show because that that's a much bigger jump. Well, than, that's 20 uh, some years, isn't it? Can't be that. No, it's not. No, because Kershaw's still like 13, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he's not yeah. old. He's not, he's not a, he's not an older teen. He's a young teen. No, 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 no. But when we last saw him, he was like four or five. So it's, I think, I think, I think dead city's like 10 years after. Uh, I'm trying to find the timeline on the, uh, the old the, wiki here. Because, because obviously we're, we're, too, we're too dedicated, which is why we don't know this offhand. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, they have made it very confusing over the but years. We are the best Walking Dead podcast for that reason. <laughs> because of all this. Yes. Um, okay. So he, the, he kind of has this exchange back with the nuns and says, well, but, you know, she asked him how he got here. And he says a bunch of bad decisions uh, led him to France. Um. Yeah. And he he takes his as it takes his you know takes a bath gets up we could see he's he's pretty scarred up and I know we knew a lot of that from before like the back scars and stuff were from his family like his I mean that that's why we found out he was pretty messed yeah. up as a kid right like that 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 we knew but um but he's you know got scar on his face yeah. he's got scars on his hand like I mean he's he's clearly he's, he's got clearly, action he's, hero scars shit, as it were. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Um, <clears throat> as he starts to wander around this abbey, I like he finds the weapons room. <laughs> um, what does he say? What are you guys, a bunch of killer sure. nuns? <laughs> I mean, they have a pretty impressive armory. Kind of- <laughs> I was just saying, that do. is probably one of my favorite set dressings of all Walking Dead that we've had is that room. That room's cool. <laughs> It was a kind of a cool mix too. It's like mini crossbows, like swords, spears, guns, <laughs> like just all kinds of stuff. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, he finds the what, what she says is the Padre's office, the father's office, um, and there's a there's a ham radio in there. And Daryl's like, oh, I, you know, can I can I use it? And she's like, well, maybe later when you're, you know, basically when you're better. She's like, oh, there was what did she say a. a Spanish man that she contacted at one point, um, but it, it signal didn't come in very clear. Like basically, they haven't had right. a whole lot of luck contacting anybody with the radio. Um, so then we find out there's this kid there, um, Laurent, 
and uh, he has a conversation with Laurent, who apparently, I think, so we'll get into a little bit with this kid. <laughs> uh, I'll, 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 I'll go through this part of it. So he starts talking to Daryl about how many people there were in France before the, the fall, and he says there were 67 million people before, and he estimates there's about 200,000 people now, and Daryl's like, yeah, I think there's a lot less than that. Um, and so the kid's like, yeah, you know, possibly. And then he starts saying, well, it, it would take six generations to repopulate back to 67 million, maybe seven, seven generations. Um, and then he says, like, he feels he feels Daryl's sadness. And, and <clears throat> he tells Daryl he deserves a happy ending, too. And I'm like, <gasps> oh, that's where my eyes rolled into the back of my head. Wow. So I started thinking about this a little bit after hmm. uh-huh. watching it with this kid. And. You know, we we'll get into prophecy and all that other kind of stuff. I'm guessing that really what the deal is with this kid is like he's like the kid I knew in high school that like in the sixth grade took you know ninth grade algebra, and so by the like you know this kid was like destined for MIT and you know just like smarter than his own good. So I'm guessing maybe some of that is just wrapped up in the fact that their hope was. At some point, somebody with a a very high IQ would come along that they could heart that they could start to gather these people that were just like very very intelligent to help rebuild society. And so this kid kind of fits the bill, is what I'm getting He's at. The chosen close one. enough. I mean, okay, Russ, if you want to assign some kind of like logic to it, we could just accept him as the new Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Go the easy route. Sure. It's their humperdoo. Right. There was yes. a mini series a while back, a uh, comic, I think it was an image called Punk or uh, Punk Rock Jesus or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know, it just made me think of that comic, that storyline. So after Daryl's conversation with the Wonderkind, um, we go back to Mary Bell and Guillaume, and another truck comes up that bears the same markings as the truck that ambushed them earlier. It's got that funky looking, like, I don't know, Phoenixy kind of symbol on it, mm-hmm. on the side of it. Um, and, uh, the old, the old man gets hit, uh, and, uh, they try to get information they, about why is, they, yeah, they're trying to find out here. what happened to the, to their comp- compatriots. Yeah. <clears throat> and so Mary Bell says, Oh, a man came up to us. He tried to rob us. Your two men came up and tried to stop him, um, and and that's what happened. And and they're like, "Well, what happened to him? What happened to our men?" And they're like, "I don't know. All this was going. We down. ran. We ran, we ran away. Yeah, yeah." And um, so they basically killed the old man as an example to the woman to tell him what really happened and tell him the truth. Uh, oh no, the, the old man. The old man says, oh, we'll give you your information. What's our reward right. after they already hit him once? And and the, the, the leader of the, of the deal is like reward. And basically, he, you know, he stabs him and kills him. So yeah, it's it's so it long. Like, he deserved yes. it. Oh, yeah. don't, don't get me started with all this stuff. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, you're like a big bad now. And it's not even Daryl's fault. Like, this is nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they take the girl back to the site um, to tell them to tell them what what happened and where things were. Um, we cut back to the Abbey. Daryl tries to break into the office, um, and as he's wandering around, he finds that there's a walker behind a door, um, 
and it's the priest. The priest is uh, they, the priest has been turned, and yet they keep him. There's like a little window um, on the door, so you can see yeah. out of the door. And yeah, the priest can be the other like high five, and they don't high five yeah. back. There, yeah. there had to be a and, reason why you can't trust the nuns. I mean, and and, and Daryl's like, man, you got some wicked shit going on yeah. here. <laughs> like, well, uh, but I mean, he ran into the same thing with Herschel when they first met him. Well, sure, sure. So. They eventually found that out for one day. Is that like a one, two, three walk up to the bar? Like, yeah. hey, I'm Herschel. This is my barn full of zombies. Like, well, the yeah. show has to show. <laughs> yeah. it has but to I'm just something. saying that it it's yeah. logical that there are people that have that thought process, even yeah. if, though it's not good well more of a show thing right you guys have got to be yeah. a reason to not trust these nuns and yeah. just be that it's yeah, their know. massive armory wasn't a reason but the the walker they <laughs> yes. have away <laughs> yes that was a bridge too far yeah. yeah um but this is where the nun kind of clues daryl in on what what she really needs from him um and that you know the nun says that he's the messenger you know the 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 messenger she she shows the picture that Laurent drew this is the best um, line of the show <laughs> and, and 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 he looks at the picture and she's like clearly it's you and he's like he should stick, stick to math, math. Yeah. <laughs> i was like that's great because <laughs> it's just like this very rudimentary yeah, it was like there's great. water in the like like it's it's like this outline of a of a of a crude crudely drawn man <laughs> with water in the background so. you think it would have been a better thing if they had just had it where the boy had painted it like a month or two before a little bit it would have been a little bit better I thought she said it was three weeks before right i mean regardless it's still a i mean it's a drawing of a guy that looks like daryl in the water it's not, i mean i don't know yeah there's not a better version like Near a coastal town. It's very specific, like, regardless of what he. Drew I mean, is. couldn't she? What if he? What if he painted like somebody on a motorcycle with Daryl hair and he jumping over the ocean or something? Right, with like wings. I or, would have yeah, only like a, bought it if they it's had, a prophecy. had drawn the, the vest with like a man wings with wings. On the back. Yeah, it's the prophecy. Would that would be the prophecy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they think he's the new Messiah. Like that's, that's the whole thing is they think, they think this kid is, is, uh, is, uh, is, is the, the, the new chosen one in that Daryl, it's Daryl's job to take the him. The ones that's supposed to bring balance to, to, to Paris. <laughs> um, yes, exactly. You were the uh, chosen one. <laughs> he, uh, he finds out that the tube is broken in the radio and then he looks at the nun and he's like, "You've been fucking with me." <laughs> and he's like, "This radio's no good." Um, and then she shows the map, and it's like there's a route on the map, and you know, it's like, "Oh, this is where you can go through these towns where people can help." And you know, essentially, they want to get him to Paris. Um, we cut back to the to the mercenaries. Um, they go back to the site of the ambush. He sees his dead brother. Um, and Mary Bell says it was an American um, that uh, that that did all this, and then they find the flyer from the Abbey that was that was on the ground there. So they know what's up. So at this point, Daryl's just weird. like, I mean, <laughs> like those flyers are everywhere. Yeah, that's I guess, I guess we'll narrow this down. Like, all right, <laughs> yeah. So at this point, Daryl decides he's going to leave. Yeah, I'm out. He's, he's <laughs> He's had enough. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, crazy locked up dead priest, exactly. your bro- broken radio, your Messiah kid. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, so he he leaves, and then as as he's walking down the road, he hears the trucks coming up, and 
fakes um, a very mild form of hiding by <laughs> behind a small bush. Yes, <laughs> by behind some bushes. Um, so the guys drive up to the Abbey Gate. They let him in. Um, and, of you know, as they start looking around, because obviously they're looking for Daryl, um, at, at this point, Isabel tells tells Laurent um, to, to hide in the in the priest's office, like lock the door, don't come out, just stay here. Um, and of course, when the guy's walking around, that's when the kid decides to lock the door. So one of the one of the mercenaries hears well, he, that. No, yeah, I mean, he see like because it looks like at first it's a hidden door, but then you see well, there's a big old knob on it. So it's like it's not yeah. hidden at all. And then the right, guy looks, right. and he's like, so what's behind this door? And yeah, he tries to open the door and it's locked. It's like, well, clearly I have to get in here, <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, and also that kid isn't all um, that smart. If he waited till then to lock the door, not when she exactly. told him to. Yeah, that's. I mean, so that's that why Daryl said he should stick to math. He knew what he was talking about. Exactly. Got to that's study right. up, kid. Yes. Got to ride on knowing populations and drawing people in water. <laughs> Figure out some <laughs> basic skills too. Um, so they they hear the priest uh, and they they kill him. At that point, the kid comes out. Screaming, no! Um, yeah. Father Pierre! As he's a... One of them's about to strike uh, one of the nuns. Now we get Daryl. Daryl comes out, strikes first. Um, uh, and then they, they shoot those nuns at the well, front. Well, like, they, just, they don't just go... They, go down, they don't go out swinging. The nuns have weapons. It becomes... A, no. Yes, the nuns... It a battle. Yes, the nuns go to the armory yeah. and, and, and... Like, it's a bit of a one-sided and, uh, battle, but there's still... This is still a show that gave us a pilot episode featuring a nuns with French Revolution-era weapons <laughs> versus armed militia guards. So I'm like, I'm down with this. Yes. <laughs> that's that's I, know, I expect. And the fact that most of them have, like, essentially... F- the one thing I thought was cool mm-hmm. about this... Is most of those weapons were like old flintlock yeah. style yeah. revolutionaries. These yeah. aren't like, which is kind of cool if you think about it, because like bullet them, you know, I'm sure bullets in general, A, it's not America, mm-hmm. so th- there's probably less uh-huh. proliferation of this stuff laying around everywhere. But, but B, you know, what it, what little there is has probably got to be going going bad, and so it's probably much easier to make your own gunpowder and flintlocks and, and, you know, musket balls yeah, and stuff like that. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of a cool touch. Yeah. yeah um, I liked it better yeah. uh, to, to have I that think, in there. I thought that was, so yeah, cool. they square off so, against just wait till they introduce yeah, uh, they square off against Eugene these nuns. and we start getting more and more flint block weapons. <laughs> yes. Yes. I just thought the nuns could um, fight a little bit better. I, I know it was assuming. I mean, yeah. they, well, the soldiers had, they had high, if it was, if it was the soldiers in hand to hand, but it would have been cooler if they had, Daryl, don't get me wrong. I'd be I'm fully about seeing more nun action sequences in The Walking Dead, <laughs> <laughs> doing formations and stuff like that. It would have been kind of cool. Flying nun on three, exactly. See, <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, so they get into the big big skirmish with the nuns. Um. The the leader of the pack gets away, and pretty much at this point, all the nuns are killed except for Isabel and His one of the dons that I'm the, not uh, sure. The leader guy. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. So at this point, um, the so he he takes off right. Like yeah, at that point, he like realizes Darryl, like, like get into a scuffle. They mm-hmm. fight. He the dude's like, "Well, I'm not going to win." Daryl to Daryl Dixon, he runs off. Daryl shoots him in like the shoulder, and he keeps running away. No, even worse. The oh, that's nun, right. Yeah, yeah. one of the uh, the lead nun, right? She gets in the way for and yeah, 
keeps him from being able to get a clear shot. Which is yeah, she she kind of blocks it, even right. though she's already like taking a hit. She's exactly. like she's still trying to protect people for some reason. Exactly. It's like, what yeah, the mother yeah, the superior. superior. Basically, yeah. the mother superiors. Yeah. The, the Maggie you, Smith. Hey, right, right. Know, right. Like, don't you want him to not yeah. come back? Peace is the way, yeah, my son. Exactly. But yeah, he wings him in the shoulder, keeps chasing him, and then almost looks like he hits him again. Yeah. And at that point, his gun's out of ammo, and then right. the guy the guy takes off. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Mother Superior passes away after kind of just telling him, like, kind of has this kind of heart to heart talk with Daryl, just try to, you know, kind of tug on his heartstrings as she's literally dying. Um. But at the end of the episode, or at this part of the, uh, this portion of the episode, they're kind of all sitting around a campfire after all these people have been killed. It's the two nuns <laughs> who now are in just like civilian clothes in full death and, mode. Yeah. And Laurent <laughs> and, and cause Darryl. you know, it's coming, right? You know, it's coming. Yes. Um, he said he ran into some bad people. They put him on a boat. It didn't work out. Um, and he says, look, if I agree, I'll take you all to Paris. If you take me to where that port was, um, I like at one point where he asked Isabel how she got there, and she's like, "I made what'd she say?" Like, because Daryl's whole a thing bunch was of like, "Good decisions." Uh, yeah, I made a bunch of bad decisions. She said, "You know, I made a bunch of good decisions." Um, yeah, we get hints so after that all she this, did some stuff, and even like when they look at he looks at her arm, and she has a bunch of cuts on her arm and stuff. It's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so at this point, we cut to a freighter. There's like this huge ship dock with a big freighter there. Wait, 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 before, 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 before we get to that, because, like, Daryl, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, Daryl's like, hey, you want to do a Mandalorian? He's like, I want to do a Last of Us, and they agree, and they yeah, go on for there. But then we get a shot of, uh, of Kadra, and he's, like, he's watching outside, he's, like, outside the Abbey, like, in his Jeep for some reason, um, like, notice, like, he's, he's still there, essentially, and then he drives off um, with a look on his face that says, I'm going to have to kill that Daryl, I guess, at some point. <laughs> now, my question for you guys, before we get to this next part, this kind of, like, ending part, do you think he has like more guys? Or, like, does it seem like he's? Oh, I'm sure. Or like he yeah. has like like they I'm seem sure to more... be some kind of an organization of some type. Yeah, like there's always I mean, a bigger fish. They tag their. Vehicles, I don't think he's the yeah. leader of it. I think he's like a capo or something. Yeah, that, that he's not yeah, that's the main dude. That's my yeah. take as well. That's, I think he was like the sheriff of that region or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. So that that was my takeaway. Yeah. Like, because it's you know it's not the last we see of him obviously. So. Oh if, sure. If you go through the trouble of stenciling your vehicles with a logo, there's probably more than a few of you. Logos yeah. are cool, bro. Who knows? You know, <laughs> I don't know. The Duke boys put that O one on the side and they were done. <laughs> Sometimes so. you know you just call yourself Star Lord because it sounds cool. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> true. True that. Um. Yeah. So after that, we get we cut to this freighter. There's like a scientist running around with like a broken microscope like it's talking about how basically all his equipment's been destroyed their experiment is 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 you know are a mess um their test subjects were ruined and then this woman walks up uh very much reminiscent of like of of world beyond right yeah, like, yeah. Where, like she comes up she's clearly pissed off that this guy has allowed whatever it is they're trying to do to be to be ruined um, or, or set back um, and talks about how, you know, basically whoever's in charge, you know, the, the, you kill the captain. <laughs> if, if uh, he's like, well, we stopped the mutiny <laughs> and, and she's like, Oh great. You stopped the mutiny. Um, 
So clearly, and he, he says, oh, well, the guy, he, he went overboard. He's, you know, we presume he's dead. And she's like, presume he's dead. Like, well, what, you know, we need to make sure he's actually dead. So it's clearly setting up that whatever, this is whatever Daryl was involved with, which I'm guessing is probably going to tie into whatever's going on with these walkers, um, with the acid blood or whatever they, whatever their deal is, which also probably ties into that tag we had at the end of world yeah. beyond, you which know, was where, set in where France, stuff was, so was like, happening. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. Um, so clearly that's the, the, the thing that I found interesting was, so it was almost like, and I guess we got a little bit of this in, in dead city, but like two sets of big bads. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we've got, you know, French dude from the militia. That's obviously after Daryl. And then we've got the true like big bad, which is whatever group that the that you know is on this freighter. So I'm waiting for the eventual team up that has to happen between Daryl and, and C- what's that guy's name again? The the French guy, Cadron. Yeah, the, the, their eventual team up. Oh, to you go think I was thinking that he might actually be the organization maybe tied to that, him. That, that'd be tied to that ship. Yeah, I thought it was. Maybe, I, yeah. No, oh, maybe or so. The alliance. No, that's a good call. No, that's a good call. Yeah. That would make more sense actually, but So that's where we are. Episode 1. This is a long one too. This was almost a full like I watched obviously I watched an AMC Plus with no commercials and it was like 59 yeah, minutes was, with no commercials. I thought it was so. an hour and a half almost, wasn't it? It's an hour. It's, yeah, I'm broadcast. yeah but probably I on broadcast it, on it would have been. Too, so well, well, I mean it's not. It's yeah, an hour. It's 59 minutes. It's an hour. Yeah. We just so, used to most things without commercials not but, being an hour. Yeah. Right. I mean, and compare it to Dead City, most of those episodes were like end, even yeah, with the little like 40 minutes. You know, right. thing at the end they were like yeah. 43, 44 minutes. Like they were, you know, they were a tight like typical 1 hour of broadcast television, you know, length. And so again, this one we haven't really seen the the supersized mm-hmm. episode in quite some time. You know, we we kind of did that in the in the main show days there for a while. Like almost every other episode was a was a supersized episode. So, so there you have it. So back. So what do we want to do for naming wise? What do we want to do? Do we want to call, do do want burners? Is there a, a do we want to come up with a clever French? Uh, yeah, I was you guys had anything? Berets. Yeah, I was like, I got burners just because they said like burners, but that. Yeah. Well, and they seem to be burners. what's going to be kind of the main plot point here. So, all right, so burners, yeah, our burner ratings, I think so burner ratings. So, Aaron, how many burners do you give this one? You know, I like, I enjoyed this episode. I enjoy, like, I like that. You know, I don't know how much else they did in France, um, but they did go to Europe, right? So, yeah, they're they're, they're filming over there. So, like, yes. I, I appreciate like them taking the time to show us that they're in France as opposed to being like, you know, look at this. It's Is it dressed up Atlanta or something else? It's like, oh, no, they actually went to France and they showed us the backgrounds and stuff. Um, you know, I, I think Reedus is in the zone as he needs to be for this kind of role. Um, did it, Sure, I like rolled my eyes at some of the, like, the bad guy stuff because it's like, I guess we got to do this. But like, I enjoyed this episode a lot. I, I had a good time with it. The, the notion of having none versus militia fight made me think okay this show isn't that serious so like i'm down with that we have we can have fun again in the walking dead universe every now and again uh so yeah. like four burners out of five i, I enjoyed this other quite a bit 
Nice. Rich? <laughs> yeah, uh, I agree with Aaron on, I mean, there were a couple points where it felt kind of slow a little bit, but um, overall, I thought that they set up some very interesting points that we could have good payoff from down the road. I like this variation on the zombies now. Um, I mean, we were starting to see that in the other shows before, but now, I mean, if they're if they're going to cla- have different classifications of them and and whatnot, I still want to understand how they got that way. Um, but uh, you know. I think that it it'll be if if the rest of the season is put, is put together as well as this episode was, then it should be a good season. So yeah, I go with four four burners. Daryl, um, how many burners do you give Daryl? <laughs> oh, well, you know I didn't like all that Frenchish stuff. <laughs> um, no, I I mean I enjoyed it for the it didn't feel long to me. I didn't. Yeah, no, 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 no! It didn't. It didn't feel like. No, it didn't feel like it was. Dragging. No, but I didn't just, even realize it was. It was an hour. Like I, yeah, it just the, felt. Same, yeah, same here. It yeah. kind of flowed pretty quickly in that point. So, I guess it was. It was fun to see a whole bunch of new people. Right, we're so used to the same group, kind of. Yeah, you really can't yeah. do. More, you know, sometimes you know you're not going to get rid of people when you got a group like that. But I guess it just it was interesting and it didn't have a different feel to it being um you know being over there in france it, it even the even the you know with the guns and having the different kind of guns that can't shoot automatics as quickly all of them so it was like a it's it's, it's a little bit more of a fight with it like you know if you, you don't hit the target that quickly um and and the whole thing with the um the experiments. I mean, you would think, right? Every every country would be experimenting on these things to try to do different things with them. So I'm interested to see what it is. Like, I'm glad we don't know much right now, so we can, you know, we have time to kind of see what it's going to be. So yeah, I I, I dug it. I think it uh, four out of five burners for me. I, I enjoyed it. Russ, why, yeah, why did you hate gonna... this episode? <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm gonna give this one four four two. I, uh, I I I really dug it. I think knowing too that this is um, gonna be multiple seasons, like that this six episodes is not gonna be all we get. So to me, if we don't start getting immediate answers in the next couple episodes, I'm not gonna start to feel you know you know like everything's gonna either rush at the end or there's gonna be some sort of unsatisfying end to it. So you know, knowing that there's more to come. I think is is nice because I, you know, a little bit with with Dead City. I don't think we knew that right at the beginning, but then before it the, the finale ended, obviously they they said that they there's a whole world. world. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think so, back to the last writer strike and stuff, and how a lot of stuff that was supposed to come back ended up not coming back because of things that happened. So that kind of concerns me, but. Wait, what? Yeah, not with this. Not with this. And they've got Redis on his contract too. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't I, see them doing with that. If it was something that they and they did do this with other shows, they already did. They um, but these were shows that did not have uh, really good ratings. I mean, it's. I mean, 
not to get back into it, but it's a different time too. Like network television is on a is on kind of a set schedule, and right. you know they have their their seasons and all that kind of stuff. Like AMC could do what they want. Like right. if the strike yeah, ends up go going too long, and they need to not start writing scripts until you know a year from now, they'll just wait a year from now. Yeah. And look at how long we've been talking about the Rick and Michonne show. Yeah, like, true. And, and that was that was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was when there was no strike at all. So, exactly. yeah, I'm not, I'm not as worried about that. I, I, I'm curious to see how long both of these nuns survive. I was a little worried. You know, we were kind of alluding to the whole like Last of Us, Mandalorian. Like, okay, it's another. Let's go take a kid across the exactly. thing. Exactly. You know that that's. But um, given that it's not just the two people, you know that there's a group of them. Like at this point, there's you know there's four of them. You will see what happens with uh, with the people that are chasing them. Um, also, the the scope is much more narrow. Well, like, yeah. you know, they're literally going across France, not across the you know entire continent. And are you yes, um, the famous small that, France? Are you yes? Are you, well, you know, smaller than the United yeah. States. Are, are you getting the sense that they're hinting towards some sort of a, a romance between Daryl and the nun lady? No, uh, tired of this. Daryl's not f***ing anybody, guys. Like this is this is not a thing. Like, every, but I how, I do how many see. Partners does he need to not have before you realize? I know. <laughs> but I, I do it's see. It's not a like connection. I'm wanting it. I'm just saying I felt like they were trying to set that up. I don't know. Well, it feels I just, like I, another kinship. To, yeah, to I do see a connection. Yeah. yeah, he's the new, she's the new yeah. Carol. I mean, I think with Daryl, I mean, you say that, Aaron, but he did, he did, he did hook up with what's her face in the in the last season. Which one? Uh, Yeah, okay, he had an episode. Oh, right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) No, I could see, and and then they tried to murder each other. (laughs) But I could see it go either way. I mean, I do think that there was a attraction, and it could just be a kinship attraction or whatever. I don't know though with him. I I just don't think it's. I don't think that's Daryl's prayer. Like his only thing is what's her name? The from you know Eternals. Uh, yeah, but they're not getting her for the show. I don't you, think so. No, I, I'm like, saying like I, I'm saying like his heart's with her, right? He's not. So yeah, he's I don't know about that anymore. I think he kind of oh, said yeah. goodbye to her, kind of at no, the end. I don't think, I think he, he intended to be the, gone the this world's long. biggest candle for her, and that's it. Yeah. Her and dog. Those I are think they put it as a. I think they put it as a placeholder. I'd say it's one side. I, I forgot I like it. all about dog. What do you think happened to dog? Dog's chilling at home. Judith. Dog, dog is dog fine. And Judith are hanging out. Dog is out. fine. Yeah. yeah dog is Carol's fine. making dog cookies. Like we're fine. Exactly. With dog. Exactly. Isn't yeah. Carol supposed to be in this show? She'd be Isabel if he's no. in this show. That's why I don't think there's a romantic thing going on at all. I think she's just the version that Carol would have been that they turn into this. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah, she Maybe. ended up. Maybe. Because they filmed in Europe and she didn't. That was a, the thing. She she right, bowed yeah, out because she did. So I thought they said that for, it may be a little bit of uh, maybe. I'm, you're right I, I think I think it's uh, it's a warped version for whatever it was. But I feel like Carol would occupy the same role that Isabel is. Yeah. Yes. It could be. Yeah, that makes sense. Or you all could be wrong, and then yeah. they do hook up. Yeah, we'll but see. I'm never wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and he's very humble. Come on now. I'm so humble. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah once you told us you're the most humblest person you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes all right so yeah so i'm i'm digging it i i think having a larger group um is good i don't put much odds on the nun that's not isabel surviving very many episodes no, but not really um, are you saying she's a red shirt yes, yes. um mm-hmm. but 
but this is yeah I, i'm i'm down for what's to come it looks like there you know there's places along the way that they can stop and have stuff going on i i'm i'm curious to see to see how this this all this all plays out so yeah for for me so what did we so we haven't named it yet on the facebook group but did we get anybody that that had any uh any numbered ratings it's on the funny facebook that you group? should ask that russ because we did in fact get some ratings on the old facebook group oh. page that's of course oh. our facebook.com slash group slash wtv podcast where we post all our what would now be referred to as burner ratings but episode ratings in general for all the listeners to chime in with their own thoughts here be sure to join that group we post all the trailers and all the episodes and other stuff i put out my review of the daryl show on here so yeah um as far as this week's episode goes we have one here from from uh, Shota Sunamura, he writes, they write, Kata la Dixons ho desank. For the Dixons out of five. Um, one, I assume Daryl didn't say Alexandria, so it can remain safe if someone finds the tape. After killing the French walkers, Daryl, that fire overselling the Statue of Liberty to us. All right. Two, what's cracking new? Best line what? calling it. I guess it's what he meant, noob. noob. No, they didn't sell the Statue of Liberty to us. It was a gift to us for our uh, centennial. Hey, some of us know our history. Sorry. (laughs) I'm aware. (laughs) It is what it is here. Uh, I don't think that's how it happened. We're getting all left for dead up in this apocalypse now. We got burners, 12 years. eh, So fear is taking place at the same time then. Uh, yeah, I believe it's some. It's pretty close. I believe something like that. Um, let's see. Four. Good. Daryl is giving as little info as needed about him as he should. Five. Oh, we can swear now. Hey guys, we can swear now. Yeah, Daryl just dropped an f bomb in here. Um, six. Let's see what these warrior nuns can do. No, there is no mercy. <laughs> Seven. Lots of old weapons being used. I really like when we're with Daryl. We don't get subs. Us only knowing. What he knows when he's on screen. Okay, so no, so like no subplot. But no, yeah, we do. We see what happens with Guillaume and all that. Yeah. yeah um, so let me get this straight. Joel, I mean, Daryl needs to get Ellie, sorry, Laurent, <laughs> to a safe place because he's the avatar. I mean, savior. Sorry, savior. It's okay. Exactly. Not a bad premiere. I liked it. Oh, are we calling the ratings Johns for this one? No, we got burners, so we're good. Okay. Uh, Kevin Barry writes, for the best Walking Dead song beside a fire since Beth sang at the prison out of five. <laughs> yeah, I could I could uh, say that there's one good Walking Dead song by the fire. That's fair. Um, I am in on the show because I am in on every show, but I was entertained. And regardless of the similarities to other escorting an important person to save the world shows, <laughs> I look forward to the storytelling we get with added Walker variants. Cheers to a new season. And as always, look forward to the podcast. I have all the ho- I hope all the hosts are doing well. Well, thanks, Kevin. Yes. We can comment on the fact that, like, yes, it's another person guiding a person show, but it's like, how many medical shows, cop shows, and other shows that are all the same premise do we have on TV right now? Well, and I mean, it's different. a lot of art. I don't know if you've seen that comedian that compares Harry Potter to Star Wars and how it's the same type of plot line and stuff. Well, it is. It is. I mean, most stories are. I mean, most stories of those genres. Yeah, most stories of those genres are. There are things similar to Star Wars. This this was just earlier this year that we had. What's the joke? There's only like... Oh, you haven't seen that? I'll send it to you. No, I'm just just surprised that there's other things that are similar to Star Wars. It's the first time I've ever heard of this. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I can't believe it. 
Exactly. Uh, last one here. Uh, Mike Lickman writes, Lickman writes, this show really surprised me. The best episode of The Walking Dead in years. Very Ooh. promising for what's to come. I can't help but wonder what the show would be like if Carol had been included yeah. as originally planned. Yeah. Wow. So that's our ratings this yeah. week. That's our burner ratings. As we start the <laughs> I like your comment back. It would have... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I wrote to him. It would have, it would have had uh, Carol trade cookies for mandolins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so as we wrap up, Aaron, where can people find you on the Internet? Um, I can be found at my um, various places. I have a podcast called Out and Out There and Babe. Every, uh, we, uh, we do a weekly, do weekly movie reviews and have other fun. It's about to be October soon enough, so we're going to have a lot of special bonus horror episodes as we usually do. Um, I write for WeLiveEntertainment.com. That is a that's where you can find all my movie reviews as well as my TV reviews, which includes the review for this uh, series premiere episode of Daryl Dixon. And I'm the CodeZeke.com. My personal blog, everything I do, winds up over there. And I'm on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Mr. Taylor, uh, you can hear me and Russ on the uh, Gotham by Geeks uh, podcast. We have a new episode coming up where we're going to talk about the Batman again, the movie. So we, uh, I'm looking forward to doing that with Russ and, and Hassan. And you can hear me also on, uh, DC all stars where we do, uh, DC, uh, comics related stuff. And right now, since we're close to Halloween, uh, it'll be around the corner in like what, three weeks or so. Um, and I mean, in October, Six, but close, but, I mean, close to October. Uh, you can check me out on uh, retro movie geek, uh, where we, we do movies 20 years or older. We just did uh, starship troopers. We talked about that one, but we have in October, we have a, a whole slew of movies, uh, scary movies that are based on, um, haunted houses kind of, kind of stuff. So we're having a lot of fun with that. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Is also. one of them, the ghost and Mr. Chicken. <laughs> I'm going to need you to get back in the car, Chubb, and go drive. <laughs> oh, come on. That's a great movie. No one wants to hear what you call your alone time. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chubb Toad, what are you up to these days? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, pretty much you can find me on the Walking Dead TV podcast and then on all the socials at Chubb Toad 01, Facebook and and blue sky, even though I'm not really using that and threads and Insta and all that stuff. So cool. You can find me here, hwld.com on this podcast, as well as like Daryl said over at Gotham by geeks. Thanks everyone for listening. We will be back next week to talk about episode two, episode two of, uh, of the Daryl, uh, Daryl part two of, uh, Darryl, the Daryl Dixon show. So until there's no more room in hell in the dead walk the earth, vive la France. Oh, oui, oui.